Welcome to the Louise View Trail podcast series. Hi, I'm Louise. I'm a registered psychologist and I'm really curious about Eastern philosophies and how I can link their benefits to the more formal techniques of Western psychology. In this series of podcasts, I'm exploring the different types of therapies and modalities that are being used and to provide people with a much broader view of what is available and how they can assist with their healing. Hi everyone, welcome back. This is my first podcast for 2021. I thought it would be a good idea to do a bit of a recap on what happened last year in 2020 with COVID, um, what I've been up to and what's in store for 2021. I have today with me my very dear friend and associate Grace, who has been this huge help and instigator in in getting me here to do these podcasts. So she will be interviewing me today and I would like to welcome Grace. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today, Louise. It's been really great to see you grow and um, develop the podcast throughout 2020. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to be here and to hopefully answer some questions with you cool (laughs) um so yeah 2020 saw the world hit with a pandemic there was a lot of change uncertainty um and it was really unpredictable and many of us hadn't really experienced that before so how did 2020 impact you as a person and as a psychologist yeah well look who did ever see this coming it was just one of these things that i think was just so left field Um, and to think that we're sitting here and it was 12 months ago that it hit so it just feels to me like in some ways that year went very quickly and in other ways it seemed to be almost like we were stuck in this sort of void of of time so for me you know personally it it affected family members where they um, their jobs were either lost or, or you know reduced in time um, and, you know, for one family member, their hours are still reduced. So financially, it, it affected my family. And I think for me, which sort of sits both personally and on a business level in terms of my my work, was that um, last July, the studio that I worked at, it closed down. And, you know, that was a big shock for me. It was a studio that had been running for over 10 years. And Um, I think that just sort of shows the enormity of the impact that COVID had, you know, on so many businesses. So that meant me finding a new space and, you know, which happened very quickly. And, um, you know, there was a lot of change for me as well. And I think in regards to my clients, initially there was that fear that everybody, we were sort of frozen with fear and, and what was this about? How was it? How is it going to play out where I'm seeing now the long-term effects that um, isolation, financial distress is playing? And, you know, one thing we're sort of seeing is the amount of referrals that are coming through have almost tripled. And most colleagues that I talk to, you know, there was a wait list of up to three, three to four months, which is just showing the enormity, I think, of the impact, the stress the long-term effects, you know, what it's done to people and their mental health. Mm. 
Yeah, I mm. don't doubt that um, the work you're doing as a psychologist sort of now more than ever is particularly important as people sort of grapple with change and uncertainty, definitely. Yeah. And look, I think that in contrast, there was also, for me, positives that came out of this. And and I think that was really a time for me to slow down and and to really take time out, which I think um, I wouldn't have had before, and to really reflect on what was important. You know, it also opened up for me to be able to do these podcasts and, and to do the meditations. And I think that is something that I really wanted to hope that we don't lose if there is something positive to be drawn out of this is that we did have time more time with loved ones more time to sort of reflect slow down and just smell the roses so to speak so um, I think that out of the adversity there were some positive things that came out of out of this yeah I definitely think it's been important that as a society and as individuals we sort of evolve from this as opposed to just like sort of rebounding back to the way things were definitely and you could sort of see that energy happening as things especially on the gold coast were kind of getting back to normal that we were allowed to go out and we could still go and you know go to a cafe and, and do certain things but you could almost feel that energy of people flipping back to the old default of the old ways and you know for me myself personally what I was hoping was to be able to sort of you know take that time to to really rest and restore to use that self-care and not get caught back in the trap of, of overloading and, and doing too much, which a lot of us do. Yeah, definitely. So in that time that you had for sort of personal reflection, how do you feel that you have personally evolved throughout 2020 in terms of um, different things you've maybe had the capacity to explore with more time and more maybe a broader scope of focus as opposed to having things so organized as they might have seemed at the beginning of the year? Well I think um, as most people are probably quite aware by now that I have a, a very strong spiritual side and love to go to India and usually that's my time out to sort of do my own work and to do work with others so I think it was really dedicating my practice to sort of my meditation and then I took on some study in shamanic training with a gentleman called Orion who is down in Gosford. So he's a shaman and he's been doing this and a healer and he's been doing this work for over 20 years, uh, doing a lot of men's group and, and teaching shamanic practices. So that just gave me this great opportunity to be able to sort of shoot down to Gosford in between the restrictions, which is another story, and to start that process. And Orion has really developed and and evolved the shamanic practices in terms of working with people with PTSD and addiction, which is an area that I have done a lot of work in, and really working from what I call an energy psychology perspective. So working with how trauma sits in the body and being able to do that more, what we call somatic release, so releasing from the body. So that has been um, absolutely wonderful 
to we still haven't finished um, level one um, but to get you know a, a large chunk of the trainings in and just how much that has sort of expanded my practice mm. yeah and where would you say that sort of fits in with your practice or your therapeutic style moving forward do you see a space for that within your work as a psychologist Oh, definitely. It, it, it's had a, a huge impact on me, both personally and professionally. The trainings are what we call experiential. So you have to both be the facilitator and you also have to be the receiver of these, um, these exercises. So for me personally, it was continuing to work on myself and some of the trauma that I've experienced in my life and to really heal some of those deep emotional wounds that I thought I had cleared and 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 done a lot of work on and I think the beautiful thing about what Orion does is the he has a property done in Gosford and it just creates this really safe space and uh, you know you disconnect from the world and you really focus on um yeah on your own inner healing so I think on a personal level it helped me to continue to work on myself and from a professional level it just works and it fits so beautifully with the the work I already do so um, a lot of the rituals and the teachings that um, we've learned really look at us exploring our own landscape like what is it that is lacking in our life what are our blockages what's stopping me you know achieving certain goals it's it's really wonderful in terms of the the release and energy release of anger that we hold in our bodies and then there's also some some absolutely divine heart um you know heart ceremonies so i feel that they you know wrap in very beautifully and can be done in this in, under you know the therapeutic banner that i work under it's, it's really that energy release which I think mm. yeah definitely and just for those people listening that might not have um, heard you talking about sort of shamanism and shamanic training prior to this episode um, can you sort of talk about where Orion has done his training like what are the roots of sort of his shamanism yeah so Orion talks quite openly about being in the army and you know a lot of the trauma that he experienced and I think came out of the army with post-traumatic stress disorder and um, then went on a journey of healing and I think spent nearly 10 years working um, on a reservation with the Native American Indians and learning all of their teachings, their rituals. He's also spent a huge amount of time working with our own Indigenous people and spent many, many years working with the elders there and initiated into being able to sort of carry that information and and teachings forward and also worked with a psychologist from Adelaide and has had actually accreditation in terms of the uh, trauma training that they do. So it's lovely. He's done a lot of work around neuroscience, so he's very grounded. So it's not this woo-hoo, you know, you think of a shaman and think of all sorts of um, images come to mind where he's actually a regular man and and very, very grounded. So I think that um, just shows how much I think a large part of us in the world are opening to these more broader experiences. Yeah, Mm. and I think it's quite 
beautiful and appropriate that you work with Orion because I think he, similarly to you, seems to bridge that gap between psychology and spirituality. And it's really nice too, I think, as people go to their psychologists, it sometimes gets forgotten that the psychologists are also doing a lot of work in mm. the background. And um, it's really nice to hear that experience of you doing the work because it sort of motivates other people to keep doing their work as well. Oh, definitely. And I think, you know, it's fun, you know, that saying it's one thing to talk the talk, but we also have to walk the walk as well. And I think with psychotherapy, the three, the psychology, psychotherapy, and then the shamanism, um, is that it, it all really sits beautifully under the one umbrella. And, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, I also have to know and have experienced my own inner work and also what comes up for me so I think that's been a really lovely experience and um, I've got a beautiful community of people that are doing the training with me and it's it's just been oh it's, it's sort of almost hard to put into words how wonderful it is to be with a group of people that are really working from that that heart space and just how powerful yeah. these healings can be it, it's it's really quite remarkable so I feel very blessed on that and I think it would be safe to say that your own experience and the work that you've been doing have very much been the foundation of this podcast and the guests that you've had the pleasure of talking to um, so how would you say the podcast has sort of evolved within the last 12 months and where do we expect it to go in the next podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I think doing the podcast was just such a big step for me and it really took me out of my comfort zone. In saying that, though, there was just this incredible urge that I wanted to sort of bring some of these modalities and, and highlight them to people because I've always worked very holistically. I, you know, feel that, it, you know, psychology is incredibly important and that, you know, to do the therapy, but it's also around what other things do we need to support the client? And um, it, it might be that they have acupuncture, it might be that they, um, you know, see a naturopath or that they have some sort of other healing modality. To me, it's always about, it's holistic. I don't think one one modality is is the the key answer for everyone yeah we're all different so I think you know hence sort of interviewing monks and energy healers has also provided me with a you know more knowledge and understanding as I hoped it would my listeners and um and I think that they did evolve as I gained more confidence in terms of sort of saying yeah let's speak to these people let's hear what they have to say and not everybody will understand it or agree with it and that's fine it's just about I want to get you thinking about yeah what do you need what else do you need in your life what else can assist you yeah definitely and I think as a listener myself it's definitely opened up my mind to different things that are out there and um just from the perspective of um, the conversations you've been having and how you've been able to integrate these things into your practice. It's, um, yeah, it's really educational in a way to help us sort of understand how the that process of going through therapy or going through change or doing the work can be really different for mm. everyone and to really understand that um everyone's journey is a unique one yeah and you know 
I say to my clients, we have to find what, what works, what fits for you. And we can come up with suggestions. And I think as psychologists, we will come up with different strategies and resources. And some people will say, yep, yeah, that's fantastic, that worked. And others are like, yep, yeah, I can't do it. And, and that's fine. It is very, you know, individual. And I find that some of the modalities that we've sort of talked about again can go hand in hand in just even when we talk about regulating our nervous system and one of the things that sort of was also highlighted last year was when we talk about um, trauma we typically would view it that you know we could experience um, trauma in our childhood or there's what we call situational trauma if we experience things in war or something like 9-11 or But what they're also defining now is that um, there is a sort of a new form of trauma, which is this ongoing stress that we have in our lives. A lot of the times think stress is very separate to trauma, but it's really, you know, on a continuum. And when we get this long ongoing um, stresses in our lives and we're not able to really process it, it can also lead to a form of trauma. So being able to sort of find those strategies that are going to help regulate that, that are going to help sort of bring that down, is also going to be of great benefit to people. Mm. And I definitely think that as a whole, because everyone has been experiencing a lot Mm. of stress and change, it's about understanding that we will be impacted no matter Mm. how direct or distance that impact probably felt for us yeah yeah even just people having to go into isolation for two weeks that has a really big toll on our mental health and you're right there are some of us that have had to do that some of us that haven't but COVID has hit us all of us whether it is directly or indirectly in really big ways so that is part of how we move forward in in the world because the world is a very different place now Um, and we have to be able to learn how to manage these stresses because I don't think it's going to go back to what it was prior to 2020. Yeah definitely and I think probably for the better as well yeah that we are changing and yeah moving away from how maybe our lifestyles work. Yeah I don't think um, a naturopath once said to me that if you talk about um, when man sort of first walked this earth is that our water was pure, the air was clean, you know, our fruit and veggies were great and that our bodies are designed to sort of take that in. And so if we move forward to sort of to where we are today, just even the amount of stress our bodies are trying to sort of tolerate, um, you know, whether we're eating cleanly, all of those things are going to impact on the body and cause distress. And, you know, for me it's about the mind-body-spirit connection because it's all connected And if we're stressed, it's going to affect our digestive system. If we don't eat properly, that's going to affect how we think. So it can be quite a vicious circle. Yeah, definitely important to remind ourselves of that connection because awareness is the first step. (laughs) It is. It so is. And I think that, which has also been a lovely experience for me, is that when we go down and I do the trainings with Orion, he has a property and and we camp. um, So, you know, I'm really connecting to the earth and we have a camp kitchen. And so, and I disconnect from technology. So for me, it's a really lovely experience to sort of stop and really just be still and not have to worry about anything else. And, you know, I feel blessed for that. So in terms of what modalities 
um, we've sort of explored. What can we sort of expect to be explored on the podcast this year? Well, um, I have got some interesting people lined up. I've got a lovely lady who does Reiki, who has also um, worked in the public health system. So it's that really interesting balance um, of, of knowing the medical world, but also sort of more of this sort of healing world. Um, I'm going to interview Ashtara on astrology and hopefully get Orion on as well and also sort of you know things like interviewing naturopaths that can help support the the system especially our adrenals and I also have some people lined up to talk to them around their individual experiences when they have gone through a extreme trauma and developed um, post-traumatic stress disorder and what their healing's been like how they've got through it and and come out the other side so I'm looking forward to sort of talking with them sounds like a very exciting lineup and definitely sounds like a nice progression from last year as well Mm. sort of I feel like you've really found your feet in this podcast space now and um, no doubt your conversations will continue to build around that sort of mind body spirit connection and exploring different modalities and I think I enjoy listening as well is that I feel like you're learning as much as the listeners are learning as well you're always um yeah you have a understanding but then I always feel like you're learning as well oh 100 percent. and I think that that's really important that we continue learning I think we're all on a journey and 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 some of us slightly ahead of others some fall back but we're we're all doing the same thing and and for me this has been I feel like I've been on this spiritual quest for such a long time and I continue to learn so much from the people that um, I work with and I've been able to interview and I think that's just a, a gift, it really is. And I don't think you can ever stop learning. Yeah. I think when we think we've got it all, that's when you need to sort of say, okay, <laughs> I need to take a big look at myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think as a student of psychology myself, hearing these conversations it really um broadens my mind and opens me up to all these um different perspectives which I think is really important is you do need to keep challenging Mm. what you believe and sort of how you operate as a person and professionally so yeah it's really important and sort of away from the podcast what can we expect from Louise in 2021 is there (laughs) Um, things that you're working on maybe personally or professionally as a psychologist or more in a spiritual space? Well, I'm, I'm continuing my work with Orion um, because COVID has sort of um, put a few bumps into that and we haven't been able to sort of complete all the teaching. So my, um, my goal is that we will hopefully get to complete that this year. I've also been dabbling in astrology and um, a, a, doing some trainings with um, Ashtara uh, which I'm always very excited to do because I think again it all all sort of marries in with each other and then I'm also doing an online program a six-week online program with a colleague um, that will probably be up and running in April so I will sort of let um, listeners know when that will be coming up and that's to sort of do some much deeper inner work on ourselves so I'm very excited about that and I also run my full moon meditation circles that will sort of continue as well so it's I always find that's a nice balance
So your online course that you're hoping to put out into the world, will that be accessible from people? Yeah, it'll be online. It'll be live, so it'll be done through um, Zoom, so people from wherever they are in the world can connect into it. And, um, yeah, so that's exciting. Mm, So I will, yeah, put those dates up when we sort of lock those in. But um, it'll be the Soul Women Connect program, so I'm very... Very excited for that to happen. I know there's a lot of content in the world to consume at the moment, oh, but um, yeah, like you said, I think it's really important for everyone to keep learning and keep opening their minds and yeah, exposing ourselves to different areas, which I think is really important and probably why a lot of people have navigated to this podcast, mm-hmm. both for that and because of course. I feel like you have really dynamic, interesting conversations with people around this topic. So thank you so much for today, Louise. I think it's going to be a really exciting 2021 and I um, look forward to exploring these modalities um, with you. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. Okay. Disclaimer. The information in this podcast is educational in nature and does not consider your personal objectives situation or specific needs the information in this course is not a substitute for personal or professional advice louise futrell strongly recommends that you seek independent and professional advice if required for your personal situation if you would like to find out more information and updates about what louise is doing please head to her website louisefutrell.com